0: For in. The Sports Talk. Oh, thank you all for tuning in to the 490th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane, as always, wherever you are. However, everyone be listening, I want to thank you for making me and this show part of your day, whether you via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Air Radio, SoundCloud, Pandora, whichever podcast, the Apple platform, you may be listening to me via going to have a great podcast for all you guys today, being from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, further the new usual, going to have Mr. Zach on the show to give his predictions for week five of NFL action, also talk about the Buffalo Bills. Uh, their win and their performance against the Baltimore Ravens kind of give a little bit of an extra preview into their game against the Pittsburgh Steelers and talk a little bit of uh, some NFL action. Maybe they might even get some NBA in with Mr. Zach as well. Maybe just a tad bit of the association. But before we get to all that, I'm going to give my shameless plug. As always, first time listener, thank you. But subscribe and follow right now. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family, whether it be via Reddit threads, Facebook groups, etc., etc. Check on the description below, specifically if you use Spotify, everything timestamped. You can click on the timestamp and we will send you to whichever part of the podcast you would most like to listen to. Folks, it is for your convenience. Follow me on Twitter at NightTrain underscore Lane and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in Daryl Lane. You'll find that I post two to five minute clips of this podcast right here, as well as my syndicate show outside the shop. And lastly... If you have Apple or iTunes, give me five stars and a great review. And for some odd reason, right? If you don't want like the pod, then don't say anything. Because you know what your mama told you. If you don't have everything nice to say, don't say it at all. So now it's time for my monologues that my good friend Kenny Sim loves so very, very much. Uh, sometimes you have to know when it's time. Your mom, your dad, they're older. Maybe it's your grandpa or grandma a little old, 80s, 90s. And one day they're driving and they fall asleep at the wheel. And then you say to them, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, maybe you should give me the keys. Maybe you shouldn't drive anymore. Now that's a tough conversation to have with somebody who's probably been driving since they've been 16 years old. it could be 60, 70, 80 years, right? And when some people's time comes, when they can no longer drive, that could be at 70, that could be at 80, that could be at 90. Hell, my grandma's 90. She lives on her own. She's very self-sufficient. But one day, she won't be able to drive. That's just how it is. Nobody can do anything to ever. Nothing is eternal. I always think about life like this. Imagine there's a light bulb and you leave the light bulb on. Eventually, it's going to dim and dim and dim until there's no more light. And that's effectively how life ends at the very uh, end of the day, right? That's the logical conclusion of how life ends if you don't have any uh, diseases or you don't get killed or anything, right? That's how life ends. So everything ends eventually. Some people, as they get older, they can't take care of themselves. Nothing is eternal, right? You won't always be young. You won't always be able to do the things you used to be able to do. And the same goes with sports, and Thursday Night Football, Denver Broncos versus the Indianapolis Colts. I'm watching Matt Ryan, a guy who's a former league MVP of this league, the NFL, the National Football League. And he's struggling to throw the ball. The ball has no pop. It has no zip. His feet are slow. They're like quicksand. Can't move to save his life. He's like a cone out there. When he gets hit, he goes down. Sometimes even worse, he falls down. It's hard to watch Matt Ryan play. When I was doing my top 40 quarterback rankings from the film I watched last year, I had Matt Ryan off the top of my head. I had Matt Ryan about 16th in the NFL, or 15th, 15th or 16th around there. If I had to redo that list all over again from what I've seen through the first five games of this NFL season, Matt Ryan would probably be below 25 he wouldn't be ahead of guys like who he was ahead at the time. He would not be ahead of Jalen Hurts. Wouldn't be ahead of Jimmy Garoppolo. Probably wouldn't be ahead of James Winston. <laughs> Carson Wentz, for sure, he wouldn't be ahead of. Trevor Lawrence, he wouldn't be ahead of. Matt Jones, he wouldn't be ahead of. So if he's at 15. I just named you five. Let's not put him at 20. Then we get to Zach Wilson. I think I'd rather have Zach Wilson. Justin Fields? I think I'd rather have Justin Fields. Brian Tannehill? I'd rather have Brian Tannehill. Three more. Now we're at 23. Is he better than Davis Mills? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. Is he better than Mitch Trubisky? That might be the level he's at. Where he's in that 30th range for a quarterback. We saw it with Drew Brees. Even greater players. It, looked, it was hard to watch Drew Brees at the end. Couldn't throw it more than 10 yards past, uh, ten yards down the field. The same with Peyton Manning. A five-yard pass was a struggle. Kobe Bryant, my favorite athlete of all time. His last year in 2016, that 60-point game he had in Utah excluded. He was awful. He didn't even look like an NBA player. He was just there. He was a dude with a jersey in shorts, who had the Lakers logo on the front, and had Kobe Bryant at the back, and 24 in the back as his jersey number. He looked like Kobe. He sounded like Kobe. His number was Kobe's number, but that man out there wasn't Kobe. Not the Kobe I knew. Not the Kobe that I knew that could attack, get to the hole, that could dunk on you, that could shoot for mid-range, that had the sick fadeaway, that had the step-back three that could play defense and guard some of the most athletic point guards in the NBA. That Kobe wasn't him, right? Sometimes you got to know when to give it up. And me watching Matt Ryan, I'm thinking, "Matt, maybe you got to retire, maybe you got to give it up, maybe you got to find other things in life." You look frail out there, you look weak, the arms not strong, the ball's not popping. The feet are slow, you go down at every sense of pressure. I don't even I, I think Nick Foles, who's the backup quarterback, might do a better job. You have to know when to let it go. We all don't have it forever. And Tom Brady's an interesting test case, right? Because Tom Brady still has it at like what 44-45 years of age. But Tom Brady won't be good at football forever either, right? And our time comes differently for each and every individual, right? Some people can make it last like a LeBron, like a Tom Brady, Michael hell, Michael Jordan's averaging 20 points per game until his 40s. Some people can do that, but even with that being said, not everybody can. And eventually, those people, they will go through a point in life when they are physically no longer able to play the game. That's just the way it is. Now, coming up next after the break, on Barbershop Sports Talk, we have. Mr. Zach on the show, cut up next to the break on Barbershop Sports Talk.
1: She take my money, well, I'm in need. Yes, it's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger, Well over time. That digs on me. Uh. She killed me, money. Now, I ain't
0: saying she a gold digger. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Zach. How you doing, man? Uh,
1: I'm doing fine, girl. Good morning. How about
0: yourself? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. So, Thursday night football, Broncos versus Colts. I'm watching the game. Uh, And my first thought is watching Matt Ryan. It's hard to watch for a guy who was a very good quarterback in the league for a long time, former league MVP. And he looked awful. And sometimes I'm just kind of thinking to myself, sometimes you got to know when it's time. And he looks like he's a guy who probably needs to retire.
1: thing over and over this 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 thing started years ago um as far as athletes uh staying too long um, i don't know about i don't know um uh exactly you know if it's true that he stayed too long um he he didn't put himself in a position to be on a team that that suited his game like path protection in the pocket you know um <laughs> I could I could, like I said, I can rewind the tape back to. So a lot of people don't even remember some of these, some of these things that that happened. Like, for example, Joe Namath didn't finish with the Jets. You know, he tried to play one more year and he hung on and he got banged. He got banged up. I'm going, I'm going back now. Uh, Roman Gabriel left the Rams to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Joe Montana, uh, um, the 49ers to uh, Kansas City. Um, Brett Favre, uh, Green Bay, the Minnesota, the Jets. Um, uh, so we can we can um, rewind the tape and play it again. Even though he, he was successful for his one year, Phillip Rivers to the to the Indian to Indianapolis, you know. Um. So he, he was successful. You know, Big Big Ben didn't didn't try to make a comeback, you know, which was which was probably a good thing. But you know, I just named I just named some legendary quarterbacks who finished their career on finished their careers on not the franchise that made them famous. You know, it was just. I was on one year and too long, and
0: got banged up. Yeah, and, and that happens a lot. Obviously, you know, Matt Ryan started to at the Falcons now with the Colts. But even when I watch Matt Ryan, I'm just like, when he just falls down every sense of pressure. He looks just frail. Like, he looks skinny. He looks frail. He looks a little weak to me. And his arm, like the ball doesn't pop out of his hand. He just doesn't look like. And sometimes when it goes, it goes. And you don't know it goes till you actually get out there. And you're like, wow, I'm not what I used to be. And that can happen, you know, that happened to the great Peyton Manning. Uh, he had an MVP season with Denver, then the next year, uh, he can hardly play. And Brock Osweiler's beating them out, right? So, it happens. It was just hard to watch uh, for me, and I'm just like, man. This dude has to give it up. Uh, what did you think of Denver's offense? Obviously, it's been kind of slow. What's been going on with Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett? Russ is kind of like, I need to do better. Everybody thought this would kind of be one of the better offenses in the league coming into this year. Well,
1: Kim, um, we just I mean, you can put a name on a jersey, and you can you can put a name on a jersey. Uh, Russell Wilson with a Denver jersey or or a different jersey or. Rams jersey or whatever but he, he's not this, he's not the Russell Wilson that played with Seattle um he looks he looks tentative he looks tentative he looks he looks tentative he, he looks anxious in the pocket nervous in the pocket and I and I don't really think that he's developed he's developed his receivers and uh it's all and when they get in the red zone they panic um uh, it's, it's something like he refuses to run the ball, man. When they get down here, this is like the third game I saw that. Um, it's, it's not a good fit right now, and um, the long term investment has been made. So what do, what do you do now? He's going to stay. There. He's going to outlast the coach or the or coordinator. They can, they can't get rid of them. Him, they're going to get rid of those guys.
0: Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett's on his way out. Uh Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett's definitely that coach of the Denver Broncos. He's definitely uh on his way out of Denver. Uh and it's really interesting. All these guys, they go new places, they struggle, they lose it. And then on the other side, you have Tom Brady who's obviously kinda of bit of the news and it's kinda like football's still his number one priority and he's still throwing the ball like he used to. Yeah, he's throwing the ball like he used to, but he doesn't
1: he doesn't he doesn't have the supporting cast that always made him look good, you know, and the pass protection that gave him the luxury of, 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 if he had to, he could look at, uh, he, he could look at his first option, second option, and third option and still have time to throw the ball. Uh, that's not happening now. Um, Cole Beatley came here and stayed two weeks. Um, he didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't um, get it. Uh he said he said he said something about family issues. But uh if he if he had, if he if he thought that they were going anywhere, I don't think he would have walked away. But then again he might have, his his football love might have faded and <clears throat> he said he had family issues or whatever, but uh I mean you when you speak on Tom Brady then there uh, then there's the rest. I can't compare him to guys like Matt Ryan or and those other names that I name. You know he stands, he stands in a class by himself, and um, he actually could have did a one and done and, been, and, and, and walked away from the game, and um, but because he won in his first attempt. But like most others, he'll probably end up going out on his back.
0: Who are some players that you kind of remember? That that kind of went out the same way, kind of going out on their back like that.
1: Well, to the point where the doctors told them it wasn't safe for them to play anymore. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Young, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin. <laughs> you know, the doctors had to had to give them the bad news, and they still they still tried to hang on, and they had and they had to have interventions with the family to make them walk away. Those are three good, three good examples of neck and head injuries. Now, is who, who's gonna, who's gonna pull the plug and, and, and tell him it's time to go, or you can stay until you go out
0: on your back? Yeah, and I think that's where. Uh... Brady's going. Uh, I think Brady. I don't think Brady's retiring this year. I don't know how you feel about. it. I don't think he's retiring this year after the whole Giselle news and the divorce. I, I don't think he's retiring this year. I think he's uh, gonna keep I playing now. I, I, can't, I can't. I can't really. I can't really put my finger on it. Uh,
1: he was him and Mike Evans has great chemistry. Him and Goodwin have good great chemistry. I don't know how long that can last. I, I wouldn't put nothing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. Put nothing past Brady, but you know he, he's, his 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 situation is unique, and I and I and I'll just I can't make a prediction on it. I'll just let let it play out. But um, hopefully he doesn't get injured and and is forced to retire.
0: No, because I I think it's really interesting because when you look at all these other guys that we've kind of talked about, uh, a lot of these guys when they left, sometimes it's they weren't good anymore, right? When Peyton Manning left. He wasn't good anymore. Like Tom Brady's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So it's like when you walk out there and you're like, I can still do this. I'm physically one of the best. And I don't get tired of football. I don't get tired of watching film. I don't get tired of the commitment. I can deal with the soreness in my body. So why would I quit? If he's willing to deal with the pain, the commitment, he still enjoys it he still enjoys the process and he can still physically play the game and he makes a whole lot of money and he loves doing it so like he's the like toll, the, 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 the toll that it's taking on him and on and, and you can see you
1: can see how you can see how how he looks um he might love football but you know is he is he you know is he just he doing it is he doing that just to run away from all these other issues or did he stay too? Now nah, he stays too long, and, um, he's, and he's interrupting his family life now. Um, I really can't go into that because I don't know what happens in, behind closed doors or other people's situations. You got two two fabulous—I mean, two um, wealthy, rich people—basically go, go in two different directions now. So, um, Tom Brady can can defy the eyes on for so long, but somebody, someone's going to get him. You know, he can but um as far as if, if he has a proper pass protection, he can play for a while. You know, but five time is still
0: undefeated. Yeah, that, that that's the one thing about it though that's crazy to me. Tom Brady from the pocket, he still throws as good as anybody in the league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he's lost no velocity on his balls, no pop, uh, no pace on his ball. Like it's it's as good as anybody. Like, I look at him's throw versus somebody like Kirk Cousins' throw, and I'm like, it's not even close. It's not even close. So when he's like, I can rip it 20 yards down the field, right in between the safety, with a tight spiral, it's like, why am I retiring? I throw it as well as I ever have. Why am I retiring? So that's just kind of where where I think he is. And I think until he can no longer physically do it, he's going to do it. I just think that's how it's going to end. It's it won't, it won't be a happy ending. That's for sure. It, won't, it will not be a happy ending, man. Um, they, they, are, they are a
1: competitive team, and they have a great. They have a defense that's a solid defense that can hold. That can hold it, hold it down for them. Um, but uh, after after Mike Evans. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about his weapons. Goodman is okay, but he's injury clone And Brats, uh, a tight end, has a head, has a, a concussion issue. Um, I would not put nothing past Brady, but you know the clock is ticking. Like I said, um, it's a pleasure to watch. It's been a pleasure to watch him play, and, and, I, and I can respect his ability. But um, I can't put my finger—I can't put my finger on it. And I'm not wishing him bad luck, but but. Um, it's just a, it's it's a law of averages. He
0: defi- he's defied that so far, right? Yes, he has. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say
1: nothing about him. You might hear me and really get pissed off. He's the kind of guy. He, he's the kind of guy that gets motivated by other people's words.
0: Yes, yes. yeah, like Michael Jordan. Hey, Amen. Elite class.
1: And why like, and like some 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 guys wouldn't even pay pay any more attention? If they did, they wouldn't vo- they wouldn't vocalize it like a Tim Duncan. He he wouldn't vo- he wouldn't even say nothing. He'd just come to the court and tear you apart.
0: That's true. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and then cut of the knacks out of the break. On Barbershops Sports Soccer soccer to talk a little bit about week five of NFL action. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Great deal, folks. Trust me. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Like my Buffalo Bills coming back and beating Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens for Week 4 of NFL action. It's amazing. Nothing's better. To make things even sweeter, though, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game, all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPVN to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code TPVN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, and official sports betting partner of the NFL. we're back with Bowership Sports like we have Mr. Zach with us. So let's start with this for a week five NFL predictions. New York Giants at Green Bay Packers. Who you got here?
1: The New York Giants at
0: the Green Bay Packers. In London. Across the uh, pond Yeah, that's a
1: that's a that's a funny that's a funny game. Um the Giants, the Giants are the Giants are and slowly improving. Um, their offensive playbook is pretty. It's it's, it's, it's looking pretty good. Um, Green Bay is Green Bay is Green Bay. I mean, they, they have uh, they have you know Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they're they're scoring points, but they're also giving up a lot of.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay as well. I think this is going to be a very close game. New York Giants, they got a pretty tough defense. The Packers, I still think they're trying to figure out their receiver situation. Uh, I see this kind of being like a 2014-2017 type of game. I don't, I don't think the Packers are going to cover. They're probably favored in this game. I definitely don't think the Packers are going to cover. I'll say that. Uh, the Packers are eight-point favorites. Yeah, I'd go, with, I'd go with the Giants there. I don't think the Packers are covering. Uh First, I think this is going to be a close-nitty-gritty football game, three points, so I'll say 2017 Packers. Next, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Um, Pittsburgh is debut, debuting on uh, rookie quarterback. Um, this will be his first start on, on uh, hostile territory. Um, the fans will be rowdy and ready, and... Uh, Buffalo, thirty-five to six. I don't even. I, I see Pittsburgh. I'm not even scoring a couple field goals, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bills as well. I'll say twenty-eight to nine. Uh, I, I'm more.
1: Plan on, plan on, plan on, I'm going to the game. I'm on. I plan on heading to my car about the end of the third quarter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's going to be tough for Pittsburgh. Obviously, Kenny Pickett threw three interceptions versus the New York Jets last week. You can't turn the ball over against the Buffalo Bills. If you, if you throw three interceptions versus the Buffalo Bills, they're going to get you up out of there real quickly. Uh, the game's going to get ugly. So they're going to have to take care of the ball. I don't know if he can do that rookie quarterback first game on the road in that arena against that team, against that defense with not a particularly good offensive line. That's really tough for any quarterback in this league, let alone a rookie quarterback getting his first snaps, uh, his first starting snap in the league. So I think that's going to be difficult. And then without TJ Watt, I know Highsmith, their other uh, rush end is pretty good, but I don't think they're going to be able to create enough pressure consistently. So I think the bills are going to be able to move the ball fairly well against Steelers. I also think Steelers secondary isn't particularly good outside of Minka Fitzpatrick. So I'm going to go with the bills 20th.
1: He's probable, right?
0: Who? Minka? Yeah. Yeah. He's probable. I think he's going to go. So, next we have the L.A. Chargers at the Cleveland Browns last year. This was one of the most exciting games of the season. This was like a 45-48 to 48 football game. <laughs> well, we have um, we still have the um, quarterback um, injury problem here
1: with the Chargers. Um, Cleveland's uh, percent is, I can say he's playing over his head, but he's, he's, he's holding down the team um, in place of... Uh, Deshaun Watson. He has a good chemistry with his tight end. His chemistry with Mike um, Cooper is good one game and not too many targets. The next game, Nick Chubb is is, is an amazing running back. With uh, he's hitting the hole and, and he's coming out the backfield catching passes along with Kareem Hunt as his backup. I see. I see. The, I see the Chargers as a as um. It's like a fan, is like a fan favorite in an early in an early season, in a in a preseason season pick to be a playoff team and a quality football team, but um, they're coming to Cleveland and Cleveland's
0: gonna upset them. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. I'll say the Chargers 28 to 24. Obviously, Percet is playing well. But Staley and Herbert, they need to get this one. This is a much-needed win. The Chargers, they're a more talented team than the Browns. So this is really one uh, they should particularly win. The Browns have had trouble closing football games. Lose against the Atlanta Falcons. Also, they lost against the New York Jets. So if the Chargers, they want to get to the playoffs, they want to become an AFC contender, these are the football games you got to win. So I'm going Chargers 28 to Cleveland's 24. Next, we have the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who you got here? Houston,
1: Texas is playing um, better. They they um they they with all with all the losses and the players that they they've lost over the time and the controversial things that happened down there there they're not getting blowed up, they're keeping games close. Um, Jacksonville is a young team that's on the rise with an up and coming quarterback. Um with an offensive-minded coach, I'll take I'll
0: take Jacksonville. So, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville as well. I'm gonna say Jacksonville twenty-four to sixteen. I think this is gonna be a fairly close game. Divisional rival. Uh, I think Lovie Smith's gonna have these guys well coached and uh, being able yeah. to compete out there. Uh, though Jacksonville's just a much more talented uh, football well, I team. See, that just I yeah. See, I, I see a trend of my picks are.
1: So far, I picked all home teams. So, I mean, I, I'm not doing it on purpose, but uh, home the home field advantage is, is real.
0: So next we have the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. So you got here. Uh, sh-
1: Chicago offense is a, is a disaster. Um, Minnesota most explosive wide receivers in the league and he's going to eat real good that day. Um, The running back, Cook, is starting to get healthy again. Um, Minnesota, once again, is the home team. And uh, Chicago's not putting up any points. Um, Three field goals, maybe uh, six, um, 14, 15. 24 24
0: 15 Minnesota so I'm gonna go with Minnesota as well and I'm gonna say Minnesota 27 to Chicago six Chicago's offense has just been awful I don't know how they're gonna score in Minnesota their passing offense is just it is what it is it's very uh it's very JV footballish. I guess that's the best way to put it uh right. it's, it's not an NFL caliber so until they show that they can improve on that I don't think you can have any faith in Chicago doing anything on the off side of the ball And Minnesota's a talented football team they're well coached by Kevin O'Connell so I think they should win this very handily Uh, next we have the Detroit Lions at the New England Patriots who you got on this one? well
1: Now they're playing with energy and enthusiasm, and they're going high for their new coach. Um, I like the energy down. I like the new energy, even though they're only one and three. I like their new energy down in Detroit. They're they're playing competitive and they're scoring a lot. They're scoring a lot of points, but until they can consistently put together fifty, they're going to seem like the same old Detroit. Um, new England, New England's. Um, uh, looks kind of lost out there. I mean, they still have a few defensive uh, guys. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to take New England. I'm going to I'm going to take New England to win this home game. And um, until Detroit Detroit's playing competitive ball, until they learn how to win it, they, at the end of the game, it's going to still going to be a struggle. New England's not playing their best ball by any means, but I'm still giving the home field advantage in a close in a close game. But but. Remember this. this game, The flow of this game could change immediately because if New England can't score, if New England can't put up at least 20, 20 some, 24 points, they won't win.
0: Yeah, this is a tough game to pick. You don't want to go against Bill Belichick at home, but I'm here to tell folks. The Lions have a legit offense. They have one of the three yes, best offense. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, they have one of the three best offensive lines in the NFL. Jared Goff is very competent at the quarterback position, so they're able to dictate just a lot of things in both the run and the pass. Uh, I'm, <laughs> this is tough. I'm going to go New England. Uh, I'll probably end up regretting this. Uh, I'll say Belichick comes up with something to confuse Jerich Goff, and he makes him struggle a little bit and force Jerich Goff into some mistakes. And I'll say New England barely survives 22-19. to 19. But I think Detroit's actually the more talented football team. And also, Detroit's defense is not good. While their offense is very good, their, their, their defense sucks. So I think New and- England should be able to run the ball and make it very easy. I believe Bailey Zapp's probably going to get the start. Uh, so... I'll go New England here, twenty-two to nineteen. Next, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. Who you got here? Um,
1: look at Seattle. Seattle. Seattle was scoring points. Um, I'm, I'm happy for. I'm happy for Geno Smith um, to be playing five hundred football. They're two. they two and two. His stats are are on the upswing. Uh, He's playing with a little more confidence in himself. You know, the the league, he basically was a throwaway. And now he's holding his own. And they're going to go down to New Orleans and they're going to beat New Orleans. They're going to beat the Saints. It's going to be a shootout. They're going to beat the Saints. 31-28.
0: I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well. I'm going to say the Seahawks went 31-28. Oh,
1: that's a
0: good one. Thirty-one to twenty-eight. Yeah, the Seahawks. I think they're an underrated team. I think they battle, uh, and I just don't trust the Saints in close football games. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Next, we have the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets.
1: Oh, so you got a division. You got a division game. You got you got Miami coming in with Teddy Bridgewater, who's um who who can uh keep the keep the chains moving with short passes. Um, the Jets play with the Jets hustle, and they play and they, and they play hard. Um, looking to see how, how the quarterback comes back. Um, they're also playing five hundred football, and um, I'm gonna take the Jets at home,
0: seventeen ten. You know what? I think I'm going with you there too. Uh, I'm gonna take the Jets, and I'll say. Twenty four to twenty one. Uh and I'll say they barely get the Jets are a scrappy little team. What they did against Pittsburgh impressed me. That that impressed me. Uh they're a scrappy little team. I think Zach Wilson does have some talent. Uh Miami they're going on the road. Warm weather team going a little bit to colder climate without their starting quarterback. Uh I think that the Jets are gonna sneak one here.
1: He has not seem to take on a personality and the attitude of their coach, which is which is a uh, very hard working.
0: Yes, yes. That's one thing I'll get. The Jets are a scrappy team. You saw that when they came back against the the Browns. Uh, the, the Jets are a scrappy team. Uh, and they play above their town level. I think they're one of those teams. Uh, so next, we're going to have the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who you got on this one? Uh,
1: I'm, going with, uh, I'm going with Tampa Bay. Um, Atlanta's, Atlanta's just. um uh, are huh. They're playing five they're, they're also playing 500 football um they i just this is, it's just a team that i can't trust they have they have one of the greatest young tight ends in, in the league and they're not even targeting them enough and uh i think brady goes to work on these boys. That, uh i think brady goes to work 27
0: 13. i'm gonna go 31 to 14. With this one, I think Tampa should kind of handle them. I think their defense is going to get back on track against Marcus Mariota, Uh and I think we're going to start seeing the Tampa Bay off and start getting it together a little bit more and more and more as the season goes on. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Washington Commanders. Who you got on this one?
1: Well, Tennessee hasn't been playing the greatest ball, and uh, once again, we're talking five hundred football. Watching, um, they're, 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 um, they're they're taking they're taking the uh, per, on the personality of their quarterback. Um, he's he's erratic. Turn he's a turnover machine, and uh, he's turned into a journeyman. And Tennessee's running game will start coming into effect. And uh, I see Henry having a big day, and I see Tennessee win. That's the
0: first home team I went against. Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm going Tennessee Titans, and I'm going to say 21-14. to I think we're going to see some Carson Wentz turnovers. One thing I'll say about Tennessee, they know who they are. They're going to run the ball, take care of the football, and they're going to try to play solid defense. And I don't think the commanders are as fundamentally sound uh, as the Titans and I think that's what's going to lose them the football game next we have the San Francisco 49ers at the Carolina Panthers who so you got on um, this one
1: well personally personally I like the I like the balance attack of the 49ers um, um, Jimmy G is um, spreading the ball around to um, to, his, to to all his targets um, he's, him and Kittle hasn't even started warming up yet um, he's He's uh, he has a dynamite weapon, Mr. Debo Samuel, who can turn a five yard pass into a into a home run, take it to the house, big time play. Um, a combination combination of power and speed and athletic ability that we haven't seen in a while. Um, he's one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL. And um uh, I see the forty nine ers going to Carolina and, 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 and winning. Their defense, their defense is athletic. Uh, they cover, they cover a lot of ground. They're all tall and lean and fast, and they, they got a good
0: team. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to go San Francisco, and I'll say 20 to 10, something of that nature. Uh, it's going to be a long day for Baker Mayfield and company. That 49ers pass rush is relentless, and Nick Bosa is coming. And I don't think that offensive line can protect too well. I don't think Baker Mayfield's seeing in the field too well. And that 49ers team, they are fast, strong, and physical uh, and they fly the football, so that's going to be an issue for any quarterback, let alone a team that I think is still trying to find themselves like how this Panthers offense is. And obviously Jimmy Garoppolo in the offense is just going to be steady. It's going to be consistent. It's going to be very sound. It's not going to make mistakes, and it's going to come away with a win. So 20-10, to 10, but I feel like this is going to be a 20-10 to 10 that's not really all that close, where this game was never in doubt. Uh, it's going to be a long day for Baker. Next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. All
1: right. The Eagles are um, putting together a pretty pretty nice season. Um, I think um the quarterback is coming into their own. Once again, you got Arizona who's playing five hundred football two and two. So they, they, they're still trying to find their identity. They have they have some off their offensive weapons that are missing. And I see um, I got Philadelphia winning on the road.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I'm going to say Philadelphia, and I'll say Philadelphia 31 to the Cardinals 20. Uh, I'll say the Cardinals get some garbage touchdowns at the end of the game, but this is a game where Philadelphia dominates both lines of scrimmages. Uh, Cardinals, uh, Kyler Murray's running around for his life. Cliff Kingsbury seems days confused, doesn't know what to do out there. And the Philadelphia Eagles lead this one in no doubt. I'm going Eagles 31 to 20. Next, we have the Dallas Cowboys at the LA Rams. Um, the Rams, uh, the Rams party too much over the summer.
1: They don't, they don't, they don't look good. They have, they run some nice offensive plays, but if he to if, if be the tight end and the Cooper cup are the only offensive weapons that they have and um he's basically targeting him on every pass play and um the Dallas Cowboys is finding some found some chemistry with this backup quarterback his accuracy is good
0: his, 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 uh he's moving the chain he's not turning the ball over and I'm taking the Cowboys I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, this is a team they should beat. Uh, I'm not all with the whole Cooper Rush thing. Uh, I, I do think the Rams should win this. And I'll say the Rams win 24-20. to 20. Next, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Sunday night football. Carrie Underwood's going to sing. Who you got? I'm going to go with the home team. Uh, once again... Uh, Baltimore jumps into a big lead. Uh, they play. They, they,
1: they've been known to be a one-half team. There, they they play with a great pace in the first half. Second half, they seem to fade. Um, Cincinnati is uh, once again 500 football but everyone's two and two. Uh, these games are very important as far as the race as the division playoff race goes. Um, Lamar Jackson is playing at a, once again at a MVP level. Um but they make some bad they make they 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 seem to blow close blow a game
0: at the end like the Miami game and the Buffalo game. So, um hmm, I'm going Baltimore. Yeah, this is a tough game. Uh I think I'm going Baltimore as well. Uh but I'm gonna go Baltimore thirty 35- five Bengals 31. This is going to be a fairly fun football game. Get your popcorn ready. Uh, We're going to see two of the best quarterbacks in the league have an awesome duel. Next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Monday Night Football, who you got?
1: Uh, Kansas City by at least 10. The Raiders make too many penalties and they don't have enough talent. Kansas yeah. City is on a mission. Their offense is explosive.
0: Mahomes is playing in his prime. He's doing that. he's doing no look passes, finger rolls, sky hooks. He's <laughs> yeah, uh, he's like a pitcher. He like,
1: football quarterback throw
0: a skyhook. Yeah, he's like a pitcher. He has every pitch at his arsenal. There's nothing oh he can't goodness. do out of it. Oh my goodness. Pat, Pat you know what? Patrick Holmes is somebody. He just He's a a very natural... He's somebody that is just good at throwing things. I'll just put it that way. Uh, Must see TV. Yes. Uh, I'll go with the Chiefs as well. I'll say 49 to 30. Uh, I see this game being a lot like the Arizona Cardinals Chiefs game was for week one, where the Chiefs just blow them out the water. Uh, The Raiders aren't ready for what they're about to see. It's going to be ugly. And we saw what they did to the Tempe Buccaneers. When the Chiefs are on, like it's good night, folks. Uh, that that's all we got for you, and it can get ugly really quickly, particularly in Arrowhead. It can get ugly really quickly over there. Some scary things can happen over there, and I think it's gonna be real scary for Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels, and Devontae Adams and company. So, oh, they're gonna be singing that song
1: in the Kansas City. and you go to a game, and you go to opposing teams. Stadiums and they all have, they have little songs that, 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 that we don't know as coming as visiting teams. And every time a home throws the ball, they say, It's another Kansas City first <laughs> <laughs> down. And, and the whole audience points, makes the first down signal. You don't see that on TV, but it, it's crazy how they do
0: that. As a matter of fact, it gets on my nerves, but I'm going anyway. So I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, this this is uh, we get into we getting into the part of the season
1: where you're starting to know the identities of of the teams. Yeah, they are they 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 won't be able to surprise you with anything new. You, everyone is by like, game five or six. You know you know who you are. Some teams survived early and got away luckily with no injuries. Some teams had their injuries early, and hopefully they can get back on track later in the season. But um, this week, I'm looking for a lot of home teams to win. And uh, next week when you next week when I talk to you, I'll be in Kansas City for the Bills game. How do you like that?
0: And once again, I want to thank Mr. Zach for coming on the show. I really appreciate it, and I'll thank all of you for tuning into this episode. The 490th episode of Barbership Sports Talk.